Welcome to my podcast. Here comes the OZ Taiwanese. Alrighty, so from the last episode, I just come back from the long procrastination, like four months time, and now I think there would be more better way if I recall more episode more often now. So now comes up the second one in the very short time. Let's talk about probably I will just change the frequencies to twice per week. I think that would be more easier for me to handle on and also stimulate my life to have something to do. So alright, you let's back to this episode is this talking about the Medicare. Yes, you don't have a Medicare or you have a Medicare. Alright, uh, based on my audience, may all around the world, you may or may not as an Australian. So, I think the Medicare would be our general topic if you are a immigration chef as well, or um student working hard day. You may or may not face the difficulty when you go to see the GP, go to see a doctor, and then counter the reception always showing about a either or not a grumpy face to you. As you say, you don't have Medicare, or they say, did you have insurance? They always have that kind of face. Yeah, so this topic is all start from my tennis elbow, which just happened to me. It was roughly two weeks ago. Very terrifying me. And all of a sudden, my right arm just cannot do my daily basis task as a chef. So also at the same time, I had my colleague have a full body allergy, like red rash all around the body, and she was crying out for help on the WhatsApp group. So it just remind me something. This topic may be an interesting one for me to talk about. On my podcast, so let's talk about Medicare. So as you know, I'm come from Taiwan. In Taiwan, we also have our Medicare. However, unlike Australia, the Medicare is free and also have a range of service you can assess. Taiwan's Medicare, we do share the same quality, so we can assess a lot of service with Taiwanese Medicare, and. What we call is called 全民健康保险, which is the if I ch- I- I interpret and translate back to English, it will be a Medicare for every citizenship. However, we does provide the Medicare to some like a PR or temporary residence. Unlike Australia, we we literally provide Medicare to the temporary residence. Somehow I do feel always oh, very kind, uh, very kind for gesture as a small country. <laughs> All right, so let's back get very very basic thing. So either in Taiwan or Australia, if you have a Medicare, you have no trouble to assess. All the general Medicare medical service. However, that is a thing I need to breaking down. For optical, for your eyes and for your teeth, for the dentist service, you probably will have a little bit difficult in in Australia as 
That is not how things Medicare will pay for it. You need to have a certain insurance, or you have to pay out of your pocket. So we call out of the pocket is means you paid it by your own cost. So it means you may or may not pay a bunch of money for that. So yes, I have to. Feel fortunate for this. Over past eight years, I have no certain severe or crisis in my eyes or my teeth. I don't need to see optical for the glass, uh, for a pair of glass, because I have my spare one, and I also have my friend keep sending a contact lens from, uh, Taiwan to here. So for optical. The the only optical service I need is the glasses. So, but somehow my friend and me myself also have some backup plan. So so far I don't need to spend money on that. And other and the other fortunate things, my eyes keep stay very healthy. I don't have like very uh immediate uncomfortable. Disease pop up, so I have to say I feel very fortunate because, as everyone know, I am a heavy mobile, heavy mobile user. So also for the dentist, I do understanding all those dentist cleanings, which is the ultrasound clean all the gums or something like that. I do using the electronic brush. I do use floss. May and and is maybe the way I brush my teeth is. Correct and accurate enough. So far, I don't have terrible gums issue. So yeah, I have to say fortunately, because unlike Australia, if you have something like this in Taiwan, under the Taiwanese Medicare, actually you can go to a clinic or even hospital, the uh general hospital for this service, and you just all you need to do just pay a relatively cheap price, roughly three to four bucks in Australian dollars. So now, if consider a currency rate in between Taiwan to Australia, Australia to Taiwan, probably is five dollars to six dollars. However, back to the the differences in between different countries, Taiwan and and Australia's, uh, Medicare. So in Taiwan, our Medicare, generally speaking, cover everything. and also by the concept of everything is basic. So let me. A a a a very long conver a a a decent conversation talking about this. Whether or not we should change the purpose of our Medicare in Taiwan or not, because in Taiwan now the Medicare is provide the equivalent fair opportunity to everyone to assess the medical service. It's a little bit different from America, and same same a little bit different from Australia. In Taiwan, even the temporary uh temporary residency, which is means you may or may not have been a international student, or you may or may not been just a international workers, you still get a chance to involve, to be involved into Taiwanese Medicare. And now Australia, in Australia, if you are not a Australian citizenship or Uh, permanent permanent residency, we we call PR or under a refugee visa, you would not have the chance to attending to, uh, to be involved into the Medicare. So they're probably the first first big title, and also by the fee, 
by the surcharge, by the money you need to pay to attending to the medical Medicare in Taiwan, actually, we people need to pay. The by by the gesture of paying, you may need to check out that is a definition from our uh, national healthy department. We have been divide or based on the income, based on income level, we have been divided into nine groups and forty six levels. It's incredible incredible it's until now i prepare for this episode i just realized in taiwan in by the way to say uh i want to join the medic uh, medicare and how much money I, i need to pay and what what kind of the entitlement i have to go through and also uh by the definition of your employment you may or may not no need to pay by yourself or pay proportionally or pay fully. Again, this thing is way too wow, so massive. It's until now I start talking about this in English and, and Chinese to explain to my international friend. I just realized, wow, I never thinking about this when I was in Taiwan. And, and yeah, fortunately... Due to my home business is a castle station, so I kind of entitled to uh, car service union or kind of like a auto service union, something like that. So I, I, all I need to pay is proportionally, is part of my fortune. I have to appreciate my family as well. However, let's take a look back to the Australia. So in Australia, uh, is from the taxation levies so it is like that so when you pay uh, when you receive the a wage weekly from your employer or fortnightly or monthly proportionally your tax is over your your tax your income tax or already being a part of the medicare levies so medicare levies is means government get the money from the tax you pay by each week's or each pay slip, which is means it can be part of the tax lodgement you can claim back. Like me, I start to claim back the Medicare service roughly two years ago because I just realized I am eligible to claim it back as a people who don't have Medicare. So I really have to say, before two years ago, I have been paying the tax to the Medicare service for roughly four years, which I never entitled to. It means I pay you, Australian, to enjoy Medicare. Okay, so it is part of my stupidness. So there's a reason why I, I think... It would be a little bit kind and great to talk about this for all the other non-Australian people, especially my chef friends or my, all of my whatever country's friend I made in Australia doing different section of my visa. So, yes, buddy, if you are an Australian citizenship or you are not Australian PR and either you are not under Australian refugee visa, Please make sure you claim it back at the 1st of the July. It will be part of the things that you really need to know. Alright, so when we're talking about the fee, now we're talking about the quality. 
So,、uh, as everybody know, I love to read, and roughly two months ago, I received a bunch of books from Taiwan, and there's a book called Ozzy Survival Guide. Is a、uh, the author is a same same Australian Taiwanese lady, which called Er Miss Er Hua, because she didn't specify her English name. So if you wanna check out her Instagram, it would be Miss Slash. Oh no, ah、uh, yes, button slash two flower. So she is the doctor. And now is a Sydney, but she didn't specify the hospital she worked for. However, due to her books, I just realized the medical quality in between Taiwan and Australia is totally different. In Taiwan, we kind like a over treatment. We prescribe way too much pills. We worry about way too much, even. By the uh take care ratio, like a one nurse take care about twenty bed or even forty bed. Cause my sister in Taiwan, my older sister in Taiwan, she was as a uh supervisor nurse. So I have been listened or been told by her say how hard she how hard her work it is. She have to take care a lot of. Bed like over forties by uh just in between two to three peoples, and during the high peak time during the puppy season, how tough the work it is. So she was so it me a lot. I can immigrate to Australia. Saw things. However, it does, it does remind me something like that. Uh, Medicare. Quality in between Taiwan and Australia does make me thinking about this. Whether or not we really need those, uh, excessive. I have to say excessive, medical service or no? Because, again, fortunately, past roughly eight years, I don't really have that kind of like an urgent severe, uh, disease condition. The the only the only. Severe one I have is roughly, uh, one years ago or two years ago I forgot it. I I just flip over myself in the shower rooms. I knock my back head to the ground terribly. I have a terrible concussion, and I'm so worried about there is some kind of bleeding trouble in my spine in my head. So I call the ambulance. I go. I visit the emergency department, and I have a CT scan. And turns out, I just only have a concussion. I don't have any blood leaking issue in my brain. That would be the most severe things I have so far. But despite that, all the uh, let's say cold. Generally speaking, getting cold during the winter times when I was in Melbourne, I don't see that is a things. So terrible, like so severe. When I was in Taiwan, because in Taiwan, when you could just get like a very mild cold, probably general speaking, all the Taiwanese parenting, like they probably would just send you to clinic and you will get a bunch of the pills, like literally over treatment, and so um after that I gradually feel like yeah somehow I have to agree with. Part of the Australian, uh, medical service quality. I have to agree with this. However, when we take back to something like, 
pandemic, like the COVID nineteen, like like it past two years, how COVID nineteen, uh, jeopardize our society. I have to say, different country does have a different concept. In Australia, it does have some outbreak, and in Taiwan, yes, eventually we have some outbreak too. However, to take a look how both countries react to a certain pandemic, I have to say I cannot say which country is the best, which country is the worst, or which the the uh which kind of the policy is the most important, something like that. However, I do admire how Australia becomes so open minded and treat it and try to live with it, unlike. Um, generally speaking, unlike Taiwan or China, we try to eliminate it. Although I have to say, my Taiwanese government um is try to live with it, so it's part of the enhancement action. So yeah, so long story short, talk. I still have to say, if you are the people doesn't have a Medicare in Australia, please don't forget to claim it back. Alrighty, so that's today's topic. So this we shift choice. So as last time we talking about a a book, a magazine I easy to assess from the course workers as my reading material to keep keep my patient and brainstorming in, uh, recipes. So now we talking about something local. So if you visit Cairns and looking for something good, you may. Try this one. So it's a Thai restaurant called Samgasap, S A M G A S A T. It's at the H Hill Suburb. So if you visit Cairns and stay in Cairns, uh, any hotel, nah, any hotel or around the Esplanade in Cairns City, you may or may not hire Uber or taxi drive you to the H Hill. It's one slash two seven one, Peace Street. So. When I was well, not was when I even when I am working at at Ken, uh, at Hilton's, when I doing the service with my customer, when I having conversation talking about where they can assess this good food, I always suggest them to visit this one as a Thai restaurant. As my Thai friend, Thai chef friend talked to me, this restaurant is serve the Central Thai style. So let's say general speaking. Thai cuisine in Australia often like sounds Thai, which is more herbaceous, more chili, not much strong savory flavor. However, in this samgyeopsal, they have the beautiful Central Thai style, which is more savory and less chili. Although you still can can ask for more chili, more hot, and um, yeah. And then I always suggest my client, my customers, that if you gonna go to here. Make a booking and then order one fish because their fish of day is beautiful. They always using Red Empire or Snapper. It roughly um twenty centimeter big, a decent big fish for three to four people. For two people, still all good because if you cannot finish it, you are able to uh ask for a takeaway box and bring back home. So they trim all the fish and portion all the fish flash. Into a fish gujong style, so they deep fry it and serve. Uh, yeah, they glaze with kaffa lime golden syrup, uh, a sauce, a very beautiful. They also have a very nice poached chicken crab salad, which is very refreshing. 
So that would be my uh, ship choice of this episode. So yes, long story short, talk. If you don't have Medicare again. Please don't forget to clean it back at the end of the financial year. Or I should say, at the beginning of the financial year, so you can get part of the、uh, levy back from the Medicare. Alrighty, so that's today's topic. Let's see you next time. Bye bye.